Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we'll be talking about the events from May 21st, 2020. Today was an extremely light day uh, with only events from the British and Spanish royal families, but I went into some uh, serious depth on the Spanish royal family event, so this episode should be um, a little shorter, but kind of regular length. Um... So let's get started with the British royal family. Today, uh, we started with a video call with... Um, the Duchess of Cornwall and David Walliams, who is a children's author who has written several children's books that look really, really fun. Um, he's also doing great work during this quarantine and making his content available, um, in like audiobook version, um, which is just like truly amazing to allow that stuff to happen, um, during this quarantine when people can't go out and find new books, um, to make your content available is one great marketing, but also just like good. Um, so anyway, during their video call, Camilla and David spoke about the upcoming Queen's Commonwealth essay competition, um, of 2020, um, which is exactly what it sounds, a essay competition for people throughout the Commonwealth to share their creative writing. Um, on another note, it does look like Charles and Camilla have maybe returned back to London um, and are back in Clarence House, which is really exciting um, that they are out of Scotland and back into the um, London area. Now, that might not be true, but it looks like it in the... Um, like, note above Camilla's head says Clarence House, so maybe that's where they're at, but they might still be um, at Burke Hall in Scotland. Um, so they talked about, uh, David and Camilla talked about the fact that right now is a great time to be working on essays to submit to the Queen's Commonwealth essay competition um, because of the um, fact that it's a creative endeavor. It allows us to focus on something else and it also helps pass the time a ton um so that is really cool and then um my new <laughs> I have a lot of favorite things from today um but probably my like most uplifting thing of the day is that um the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge released a, a video um that was literally coming out as I was writing the script um and like doing my research and stuff. So that was really cool. Um, but it came, it was released that this evening, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge were responsible for calling bingo at Shire Hall Care Home in Cardiff, which is in Wales. Um, and it was just like the cutest video. Um, because there are sayings when you like do bingo. It, it, it's just really fun. Um, for older people and everything. Um, and then there was a resident who is called Joan. 
um, who told them that they <laughs> they were good at calling bingo, but it could have been better. <laughs> Which just made me crack up. It was the most pure thing in the world. Uh, <laughs> she was just like, not impressed. <laughs> and it makes me laugh now too. Um, but I also just enjoyed the the content and the way that they were able to <laughs> interact with these these people who were surprised by the guests that were calling um, bingo for them. I think it just made for a really fun time. Um, and also on the call, William and Kate were thanking um, the skilled workers who are um, at the nursing homes constantly and, you know, um, making sure that the residents are happy, healthy, safe, um, kind of all of the above um, to a detriment to their own livelihoods. Um, So they're not really able to see their families if they are even allowed to go home. I know some nursing homes, and I'm not saying that Shire Hill Shire Hall Care Home is one, um, but some nursing homes are actually not letting their nurses leave. Um, the nurses stay at the nursing home, which is like obviously a challenge. Um, so it's, it was just nice that William and Kate also checked in on them while before checking in with the um, residents. Um, and then also released at the same time was a video call that William had earlier in the day with what I think are social workers, but they're called um, social care workers, Um, but I think it's the same thing as a social worker, Um, who are in Northern Ireland to learn about their experiences during this pandemic. Um, So these are people who are working in the community with a variety of um, populations um, who are all going through different experiences. So some work with the elderly, um, who are isolated and lonely, but still at home, um, who need services through, um, the social work world. Um, and then also like children who are reliant on an abundance of services, um, children who have autism and other special needs that really do not understand what social distancing is and are just really confused, um, why they can't be close to people, um, you know, and this is kind of a generalization, so I'll own that right up, but, like, some of the children that are going to be worked with in this population area have boundary issues, um, they don't understand that people have personal boundaries, and so now to extend what our personal boundaries typically are to six feet, um, is really, really confusing, Um, so they talked a lot about that. Um, and then on a, their own mental health note, they mentioned that they are missing being able to hug their patients and have that part of, um, this relationship. Um, and they're, you know, having to put a lot more on their shoulders to get through this time. Um, so they take on a lot of other emotions that, before the pandemic, they weren't. Um, so they have to make sure that they're taking care of their mental health too and what steps their um, businesses, like the companies they work for, are putting into that um, is something that is really important. And I think William made a good point. Like, by these are people that aren't getting the same recognition as a doctor or a nurse is, um, but they're still out there doing work 
um, that is crucial during this time. Um, and so he thanked them and he said, I hope that more people will thank you for the work that you have been doing. Um, which is just like I've mentioned now on this podcast, I, by education, have a social work degree. I don't use it, um, but I have it. And I think that social workers are some of the greatest people in the world, even though I'm, I'm not an active one and that's okay. Um, they care so much. And so to, to be thanked for that is not what they're after, but it's so appreciated. Um, and so that is the British Royal family. Lots of zoom calls today. Um, they're making great use of them. They're doing really well with them. Um, and now we are going to skip every country until Spain. Um, so we are skipping Belgium, Denmark, the Netherlands, and Norway and moving into Spain. Before I start with the big event for the Spanish royal family today, I am going to preface this with the fact that this event, for some reason, has me super emotional. One, I think it's because I haven't seen sun for four days because it's just been raining nonstop all week where I live, Um, so I'm just over it and emotional anyway. Um, but last night, so, okay, preface over. So last night, as I was finishing recording and uploading this podcast, finishing the Instagram post and finishing the website post, um, I was getting ready to go to bed because it was like almost midnight. Um, and I got a Twitter notification because I have them turned on from Casa Real, which is the Spanish Royal house about King Felipe and Queen Letizia's early morning visit to the distribution center of Merca, Madrid. So this happened for me at 11.45 p.m. East Coast time. Um, so I'm on the East Coast of the U.S. And which made it 5.45 Madrid time, 5.45 a.m. And typically these tweets and social media are like, 30 minutes behind at minimum. Um, so that means roughly at 5.30 a.m., the Spanish king and queen started their day. Like, and were out of their house by 5.30 working. Um, so some context of Merca Madrid is that it is the largest fresh food distribution and logistics platform in Spain. And this place is ginormous. It is freaking huge. Um, So I looked at like a map of what I thought was like the biggest kind of pavilion center in Madrid, um, which is the Afima Pavilion, um, which is pretty large. 
Um, but the Merca Madrid is like five times this, the size of the FEMA pavilions. Um, so like t- picture your typical kind of stereotypical Asian fish market on steroids. So like it's already big and then it's bigger and then triple that imagination. It is so huge. I cannot, they were standing when they first arrived, they were standing by a, um, like 3d model of the center. And it was like, it was ginormous. It was bigger than like a person. Um, the 3d model was bigger than a person. Um, so, okay. Here's why I think I love this event so much. Um, and why it like could honestly bring me to tears. Um, one, Felipe and Letizia visited a good amount of the buildings at the, at the market, um, including the fish market and some produce markets, which like also side note, way to support eating healthily, very subtly, um, so during this time, they were wearing gloves, face masks, as were everyone they met. Um, and most people were wearing them right. Um, so during this walkthrough, um, they were being given a tour, but they were talking to, like, vendors. Um, and they took their time and thanked every single person that talked to them. That's a lot of people in general, um, but they took their time. They talked to everybody. Um, and then also like kind of also happening was anytime they would walk through, if they weren't specifically talking to a vendor, the vendor and its employees were applauding them. So I know I talk about this pretty much every day on this podcast because Spain's situation is just terrible. Um, but obviously Spain has had an incredibly rough go of this pandemic and without being too political, because I'm not a Spanish citizen, I don't understand the politics of Spain completely. I understand them better than a lot of other countries, but I don't understand them completely because I'm not Spanish. Spain's political situation is a disaster on a good day. Um, and then you throw in a pandemic that arguably could have been handled better. Um, seriously, if governments act quickly, the country does okay. If they don't, you have countries like China and Spain and the U.S. not, (laughs) not handling it well. Um, and I laugh because it's just like, this is what happened. Okay. So... This is neither here nor there. This podcast is not a political podcast, although sometimes it could be. Um, I think it gives a a glimpse into what people are thinking. Um, They're not happy with their government. They're losing friends and loved ones, what seems like left and right. Um, It's just really awful. And so when their king is walking around, I think people see... A stable figure. He has been there while floundering at the beginning of this 
pandemic, you know, not really knowing how to be present, um, they figured it out. They have been working really hard and staying in the public eye in the best way they can so that the people know that they're working for them. Um, and it just seems like (laughs) the people at the market recognized this. Um, but in turn, Felipe and Letizia were recognizing the tireless effort of the employees at this market. Uh, so this market has not missed a deadline. They have not had a lag in distribution. They have kept going solidly through this entire thing. Um, they were deemed essential and they came to work and they got it done every single day. And I think Felipe and Letizia respect that and showed their appreciation for that. Um, and then, okay, so that is like my super emotional, impassioned thing with their event today. And then um, at the end of their event, um, they participated in a minute of silence. Um, and then at the very end, they were being applauded, but in turn, Felipe said something. I couldn't hear him in the video. Like, I couldn't hear what he said. But he said something, and then you could tell, like, he switched and started applauding them um, for their work. And Leticia joined in, and it was just, like, amazing. Um, So I'm just really proud of that event, like, for them. I think it was, like, a really good event for them to do and to have. Um... And then I kind of expected that to be it for the day um, just because of how early it was and how long the event actually took. Um, But later on, Felipe had uh, three telephone meetings um, with the lawyers and prosecutors of Spain uh, where they talked about reopening um, the courts. And then he also spoke to the general counsel of Colleges of Social Graduates um, to highlight the work that these graduates have been doing as a bridge between the government assistance programs and companies, workers, and citizens. Um, So that's how he finished his day. Um, And yeah, that is uh, the day for the Spanish Royals and the the podcast. I know that this was pretty long, um, but I was really excited about the Spanish event and knew I had time to talk a ton about it. Um... So yeah, I will be posting the pictures and video, um, the full video will be on the website, thedailyroyal.com, and a couple of pictures from the British royal family and also the Spanish royal family will be up on the Instagram at dailyroyalpod, um, so be sure to check those out, and I will talk to you all on Monday. Hey, we made it through a normal week. Yay us. Um, So I will talk to you all on Monday with a rundown of the weekend events from all the royal families. Thanks for listening. Bye.